The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Today, we're going to talk about how we share our lives. We share our lives with the people around us, and we're sharing our life with those who have already passed, because now we understand and realize that there's reciprocity, that there's collaboration, And, of course, the most important thing, there is continued consciousness. How do we balance that? How do we balance the physical life and the spiritual life? It's interesting because when I was younger, I would think, oh, you sit and meditate and and you get spiritual. And then you have your regular life. And what I found as time went on, and I'm sure all of you have probably figured this out way before me, is that it's integrated. It really is. And so how do we apply it when we're looking for that balance between the physical and the spiritual? How do we balance that? Because when somebody is in grief, we need to pull back a bit. We need that healing. We need that time to recoup and to expand and just to allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling and most importantly to emote and allow the emotion to process through us. We are capable of balancing and expanding and being a part of both the spiritual world and the physical world here. How do we do that? By remembering that we're spiritual beings. Again, like we've talked about before, just because we're inside the body doesn't mean we're any less. We might forget because of the distraction and why we're here to learn and grow and expand. So while we're so busy on the physical plane, we might not notice or think about our relationship with the spiritual plane. And then something happens, and somebody somebody we love transitions, and we're looking to balance. We're looking to have incoming communication. We're, of course, talking to them and sending out love to them. How do we balance it with the real, well, considered the real world here? The spiritual world is not any less. It isn't any less real. It's just a different vibrational state. And in that vibrational state, we function at a lower vibration while we're in the physical body. It's hard for us to see and maintain that vision and to hear. So how can we integrate it? Basically, like we were saying, it's so easy to step back and not want to engage in the physical world in a way that we can actually feel as if we're holding on to the person who's out of body, if we want time to stop and just feel it. I remember... It's over 35 years ago when my father passed out of body, being very upset, not understanding in some strange, visceral, and non-logical way. The sun was out. The world was turning, and I didn't know people were going about their business. And so it feels as if when your whole world comes shattering and clattering down, the rest of the world is going on, and it just feels so incongruous and uncomfortable. And as we're processing and as we're talking to our loved one out there, we start to settle back into and realize that we're in the physical world. Eventually you have to sleep, you have to eat something, you have to drink water. It's so important to stay hydrated. And of course, 
it's so easy to pull away from the physical because of our need to be with and hold on to any aspect we can of our loved one who's out of body. And the body, we do that with ourselves. We carry them physically. Sometimes we'll do that with joy and laughter. And other times we'll do that by carrying... <laughs> somebody out there just laughed and said grudges. Yep, that too. I carried some physical stuff that wasn't as healthy. My mom passed and she had gone through a lot of physical challenges before passing. And I found after I was suffering from some of those same things... So opening up that consciousness and letting it go is very, very important. And it's all about consciousness. How do we carry them? How do we integrate it? When we think about bringing it into our own body, it's bringing an aspect of their spiritual being into the physical. So let's think about healthy ways to do it. Remembering their laughter. Maybe remembering the tears too in terms of letting things go. And somebody out there, there's a guy out there who's yelling again, grudges, sometimes we have grudges. Sometimes we have grudges here too. And it helps to, you don't know how many people I channel for, and they say, will you stop yelling at me already? And usually it's because they're upset that the person passed. If you need to let your angst out, let your rage out, all of that, if it will purge it from your physical body, so that the body feels more balanced, the gut is balanced, the heart is balanced. If it helps to do that, I hear over and over and over again to do it. Now let's think about again how we're going to integrate and balance the physical body with the spiritual. Let's do our little mantra here for protection and set our intention. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and heal. Remember, this is a porous protection so that people can have access to you in body and out of body. But there's discernment. You state the intention that if somebody is going to come in contact with it, they have to be well-intentioned. They have to be high vibration or else they can't tolerate it doesn't mean we're sending them away with, you know, shaking a finger in their face. No. It just means that our intention is high vibration for healing and expansion and letting in the light. So now that we've done that, take a deep breath and allow yourself to feel yourself in your body. We're not going anywhere right now. If you're sitting with your feet flat, feel the magnetized to the ground. Our intention inside the physical body is to stay balanced, stay grounded, and gravity itself helps to, to ground us. The magnetism of the earth is always helping us to feel grounded. And the heart is, you know, the more we love, the more we laugh, the higher our vibration goes. So as your vibration goes higher and higher, which it's doing right now as you're sitting and relaxing and breathing, and allowing your intention to expand. You don't have to worry about flying off somewhere. You're grounded. Because as you're expanding to allow more and more communication from the spiritual plane, along with your intention for learning, for high frequency, the grounding is happening. You don't have to worry. So take a deep breath. What is it you're feeling? Is there something you'd like to let go of that may or may not have to do with the spiritual plane? Is there a lot of friction? Is there a lot of noise around you? Is there a lot going on? One of the things I learned many years ago, one time I was in the kitchen and 
there's a lot of tension and there were several generations in there and there's a lot going on. It's interesting, I, I went out of the room and I took a deep breath and I got some guidance and I sat down, it was just for about 10 seconds. And I heard, what do you feel like without everything else going on around you? Just picture all of that, whether it's static or busyness or whatever it is that's going on. How do you feel? Take a deep breath. Feel the heart opening up. Feel the sit bone. Feel the legs, the energy going down. The feet being magnetized to the earth and the earth giving you that support, holding you. It's not just holding you, it's holding you in motion as the world turns. It holds you securely and safely. And again, as we're opening up, let's say, you want to call it the portal, our access. Basically, it's what's right above us that we have access to all the time. We might not have need for it for a good part of our lives, but then when we do, when it's coupled with grief, grief itself lowers the vibration. And so we need to honor that. Where do you honor that grief? It's honored on the physical plane. The body carries the grief. Our spiritual being, our soul knows that our loved ones are fine. I know that's hard to hear because all we want is to hold them and hug them and maybe wag a finger in their face and somebody again, this guy is saying, I have a word to say about that. It's interesting, all of that emotion. Do we take that emotion with us? Yeah, we take a good portion of it. Do we take whatever is going on with the mind? Well, if there's something in the wiring that isn't that healthy or toxicity, the soul does not take that with when they go out of body. Of course not. That's part of the physical. But the patterning and what they learned and maybe, um, I'm getting the word, the prohibition. <laughs> it's an interesting word. The inhibition. Whatever it is that some level of toxicity or the wiring could have had going on, those patterns do go with the person out of body so that they can be cleared and understand why and for what purpose those patterns, what growth it led to. So, and again, do we pick everything so that we should suffer? Of course not. Do we align ourselves to the highest possible growth? Yes, we do. But as we sit and we realize the pain of missing, the pain of loving and not knowing where to put that, it's hard to stay balanced within the physical. It's hard to stay calm that way. Take a deep breath. Notice the energy in the gut. You're no stranger to your own soul. You might not pay attention all the time, but feel how your feet are, again, moored to the earth. Or if you're lying down, just feel the energy or feel the support of the earth grounding you. And then let the energy travel up from the feet to the abdomen. Notice what's going on in the gut. Maybe it's contracting. When we're reacting to something, when our world is upside down, the stomach does contract. We have the guts to keep going. That's what we're hoping for. That's what they're hoping for us, that we have the guts to keep going. Here's the beautiful part. We can still continue to share the life with them. We can still continue to share with them, but how do we integrate that on the physical plane? Because 
even if you can't do it yet, eventually we're going to engage again with people on the physical plane. And in most traditions, religious and cultural traditions, when somebody is mourning, people come and they surround and they help and they're present and they mourn together. And of course, with what's been going on in the world, that's changed a bit during the years of COVID. So many people, and maybe this is your situation or somebody you love, somebody went out of body during a time where there couldn't be a celebration of life, a service, a gathering. The idea of being isolated from people that you love here on the physical plane that can support you and hold you during this time. The lack of that, yes, we can feel the love surrounding us. Yes, we could be and feel that we're wrapped in a cocoon of their good intention. But it's been a very different kind of challenge the last few years. We haven't been able to share our life with loved ones or extended family and with friends. And of course, things are shifting back now. But everything has shifted. And for those who didn't get the opportunity to literally align with the physical vibration of the support of the people that come, how do you balance that? Again, if you're isolated and been sitting and mourning and grieving, and we certainly understand that inviting in other people and sharing and laughter if we can do it, sharing about our loved ones, all of those things that raises the vibration so that our communication with them is stronger, so that we are closer to them vibrationally in a healthy way, not about us leaving at all. And they're able to access our vibration. And so during this pandemic time, it's unprecedented all around the world. People are looking up and saying, help. Even the agnostics, even the atheists are saying, what the hey? And so, as we've talked about before, the spiritual realm, that vibrational reality, will pull in closer so it's more accessible. Along with your loved one. They know, they know if your situation well, they know all about your situation. And maybe you're talking about their situation and your situation and how you wish you could and be allowed to do and there's so much unprocessed. Well, here we are. And again, the world is opening up. But spiritually, everything is open. And how we access them, as we know, is by raising our vibration very hard to do, especially if you've been isolated and grieving in what feels like a vacuum or without as much light coming in as you might need. Well, one thing I really hope that you've had access to, even if it's an open window in the city and a pigeon, somebody out there is saying, you know, a pigeon on the, on the windowsill or a squirrel on the curb, anything with nature, potted plants, of course, our animal friends, all of those vibrations will raise us up and expand us. So as we're thinking about sharing our life with those we love on the spiritual plane, we need to think about how we're sharing our lives here in the physical plane because they are connected. And it's so interesting because what's not allowed is to hold yourself up 
And, you know, even biblically, you know, I remember my, my teacher, Elie Wiesel, we were talking about it, and I said, doesn't the Bible say you can't just be hanging out with the out-of-body people? And he said these were ancient times where people would just want to hole up with the body of the person, or they would ask them to come and do things or help them in certain ways in the material that might not be conducive to the growth and freedom of the person who's out of body. And that helped me to understand that the access is there, but the real key, and the more I channel and every day I learn, that the more we engage with the higher frequency on the physical plane, the more access we have to them, because it's physics and it's all about vibration. The other thing is the more we grieve and allow it to release. If we let that grief out of our body, it doesn't take up residency there, even though, of course, some. Of course, there's some we'll never put down because we carry it. And the thing is, we do have to adjust to changing how we regard our life with the out-of-body person. We're used to life being a certain way. We have the telephone, we text, we hug, we love. How is it that we're going to adapt? Well, here's the dichotomy. And here's the key. You can't really hug them in the physical. You can send that love out and give them a hug. Do it now. Take a deep breath and just send it out and send that hug out. You probably are feeling really grounded. Notice the spine straightening, the shoulders falling down, the heart opening up. You're giving without asking anything for her. In return, you're thinking about where they are. Maybe they're in rehab. Maybe they're finding out why they might have not been available emotionally. Maybe they're loving us and looking for ways to come through to us. And how do we open it up? By doing all the things that we wish we could do with them on the physical plane, doing it with those that are available to us and who we love and who we share that vibration with. When we do that, our energy extends out, and by sharing our lives here on the physical plane as much as we can, and turning when, where, how, yes, you have the right to sit home and do whatever you need to do. Listen to what's going on inside of you. Take a deep breath. You see what's happening here, I'm using the words, and they're a nice distraction, and they're liking the words that they're putting out. But right now, as you go into this relaxed state, as you're feeling grounded, as the energy is opening up above your head, your loved ones are coming in because they're loving this opening. If you invite them, if you invite them right now in whatever way you would like to, out loud or telepathically, whatever is most comfortable, invite them in now. They were already here because when you sat down to do this or lie down to do this, you already let them know. Do you know that making a decision to do something like this already raises your vibration? It's like we've talked about. When we're thinking of them, is it because they're hugging us first? Did they hug us and that's why all of a sudden they're in our mind? Or are we thinking about them and then we get the wave? You see, it is interactive. And we can discern and use the mind to figure out how it's going. And it's so much fun to figure it all out. But the thing is, again, that's the logical mind that's wanting to do that. And the logical mind vibrates at a very high frequency, but not as high as the heart. 
and the love. So think about them, use that thinker, but then allow the heart to expand. And here's another thing too. Your mind might think of the many ways that it's hard to do, or that you can't do it, or somebody told you it. No. Let your heart wrap itself around the mind. Let it relax the mind. Let the heart be the mind's friend. And you don't need to get mad at people who are in a different place or tell you what they feel is right or wrong. A lot of people have great intentions and they're helpful. Right now, this moment, you're sitting in your own authenticity. You're sitting in your own knowingness. What do you know? What do you know? What do you know for sure? There are a whole bunch of kids who right now, oh, one is tapping a mom right on the top of the head, slightly to the right. There are a whole lot of kids hovering about. There are all kinds of people just aligning with you right now. You can do this invitation anytime. It's fun to have a guided meditation because it's a distraction so the mind doesn't have to take you down that path. You are listening. The mind is engaging. But the heart and the gut are aligning with the expansion and with the rising of the vibrational state. That happens with the intention. Do I have to do anything? No. Relax the feet. Relax the ankles. Let the shoulders drop down. Go through the body and feel if there's any, any, any discordance there, anything that feels like you want to send it a little love and just relax that part. Ah, I'm fine to get right under the shoulder blades. Let the shoulder blades fall back and relax. Notice how the stomach opens up. Let your stomach relax and allow yourself to feel who's around you. If your eyes are open, let your gaze soften and look around and see if light looks or feels any different to you. You see, we're going back to another thing we've learned previously, that our primary language is energy. So right now, you're a ball of energy, expanding, glowing, growing, learning, loving. You're in your body. You're in your vehicle. You can drive that around at will. And the thing to know, and it's so delightful to even think about, is that energy expands beauric the body, the auric field, layers and layers, and where basically the light tells the truth about us, what's going on for us, the movement of the light reflects the movement of our mind, our heart, and when we're resonating from the gut up through the heart, I can tell you that people who see auras will see yours moving and swirling with color. Allow yourself to feel that. And even if it's been hard for you and it's been hard to get outside of that mind, you know, the mind is really our friend. When we get too bogged down in the mind, the mind tries to help us. And sometimes the mind can't. But sometimes it can. The mind can direct us to something that will drop us down into the heart, into the gut. The mind can say, I need something now. And so you put on music. The mind can say, oh, I miss them, I miss them, I'm not feeling it. Look up. Hi. That's all. Yes, there's some doing involved, but the doing is really about being. What's your intention? To feel them? 
to let them know how much you love them, to feel the love that's coming from them. Energetically, this is all possible. And yet, living in a physical body, how easy is it to integrate this? When we have to get up and go and, and drive a car or go and meet people, or not, when we just can't do it. We all have to find our own level of discernment of what feels right for us, and the mind can help guide us with that. But notice as we're just thinking about it dropping down into the gut, sometimes we have to listen to the gut beyond the mind. The mind can tell us, oh, we need to do this, and we have to do that. And the gut can contract and say, I'm not ready for that yet. I can't do that now. And somewhere in the middle, the heart is trying to guide you with comfort and even some joy as your soul recognizes the opportunity you have here still in the physical body. And yes, when somebody you love so much is out in the spiritual without the body, there's such a pull to want to go and be with them. But you're with them. That's what we need to remember. They're allowed to be with us because I hear over and over and over, and especially from kids, heaven wouldn't be heaven if we couldn't be with those we love. And we've talked many times about them wanting to help us with our grief. And we can help them by being open and available. Is there work involved? No. But it's aligning the mind to say, okay, the mind doesn't really have to do anything else. It doesn't have to figure it out. It's really fun to be smart, but we're all so smart that we use our thinker and it might get in the way. And we might try to make logical sense. That can be fun when we play with the mind and when we're focusing on something. Anybody who writes music or who dances or who paints or who writes or basically does just about anything where there's an expression of the heart, an expression of the gut, we need our mind to help us know what we're doing. Unless it's totally in the abstract, and isn't that a magnificent thing? You see, there are so many ways to play, balancing the heart and mind. But when it comes to communication and allowing and recognizing that our birthright is to come into the physical body and have that experience... But the birthright includes our soul driving the vehicle and being in charge of whatever our soul decided was going to be our most important task. Maybe there are curveballs. Maybe there are all kinds of things going on. And maybe we can align to what it is we came here to learn. And then when it feels like there's a volcano and an eruption and everything changes and everything stops the way it was, Again, how do we align on the physical when everything has been disrupted? When we talk about the birthright, remembering that we are fully capable and we have access. Think about it. It's only the mind with its wanting to teach us, help us, and maybe hold on to what other people say or what we think are preconceived things that other people have taught us. Sometimes we need to look at those things and realize we're under an umbrella, maybe of protection that other people gave us. Maybe we can gently close that umbrella so that we don't have any barrier. Because there is no barrier between our loved ones who are out of body and ourselves. There is no barrier. The only barrier 
is the responsibility of what we have learned. And so much of what we've learned helps us and allows us to stay safe and to grow. And of course, it's with the interaction with each other that we expand here on the physical plane. That's why we came. If we wanted to just always be peaceful and expanded and with everybody, well, we're with everybody. But knowingly, we wouldn't come in body. Remember how brave you are and were to come in. And your loved ones who have passed, how brave they were to come in as well. We're the pioneers coming in and then going into a semi-illusion that we don't have access. Feel in your body that we do. Wiggle your toes. Wiggle your fingers. Wiggle your shoulders a little bit. Remind yourself that you're in your body and you don't need to leave it. You see, so many times you will have pain. So many times you'll fly out of body with them and play with them. You know what happens all the time. Maybe you'll remember, maybe you don't. But our access is there. You know, they come and they hug us, they align with us. So when we align our intention with the understanding that we want more of them, isn't it rather magnificent that as we turn our hearts to the heaven to have more, well, of course, we're going to turn our back to the earth, at least for a little while, especially while we adjust, especially while the world is upside down and not reflecting the day-to-day world that we were walking through. So, of course, we're going to have the pendulum swing back and forth sometimes. The physical is so uncomfortable. We don't know what to do with ourselves. So we turn and allow our hearts to go towards the spiritual. But think of, think of what's right behind you. The people you love who are still here on the physical plane. The animals, nature, all of divine creation on the physical plane. The trees, their roots, how they communicate the love we have for each other, how we communicate with the people in body that we love telepathically without without even realizing that we do it. If you do realize it, it's really fun. But we all do it all the time. We're all empathic. We're reciprocal. We collaborate with those who are in body. Isn't that what we want to continue to do with those out of body? And didn't divine devise the perfect plan, the perfect equation? Because even if you turn your back on the physical in your time of need to maintain and share the life, yes, they're alive. They're at a different frequency. And so it's so hard for us because we want to and we're used to that physical. But as we align to download, expand, feel, rejoice with them because they are near and because the love continues, then the way that we maintain it is to slowly but surely, at your own pace, or at a pace that's conducive to keeping you breathing freely, able to eat and drink, able to walk around and function, and as our need for relearning how to embrace the physical plane becomes overpowering. People, you know, usually are not that understanding of what people need, and you know your own timing, and maybe you don't know it until you're in that timing. How would you know beforehand? 
But here's the thing. To continue to download and rejoice with them, we need to slowly, and like we said, surely turn and embrace the physical plane and share our life here. And eventually, as we're able to do that more and more, and of course, it's easier. Of course, the language is easier. We're not looking for signs from somebody standing right next to us in the physical plane. But as we open up more to allowing the communication, laughing about maybe some of the memories we have, sharing the angst, you know, that we, we, there's, there's so many sayings in so many cultures about sharing so that we, when we multiply the joy and divide the sorrow. Of course that's true. Feel your feet flat on the floor. Feel yourself anchored. It's lovely to fly out of body and play with them. It's lovely to do that. And again, we do it when we dream. Those are real. So often people will talk about, especially at the beginning, that they had an encounter. It was visceral. They can feel it. They can taste it, but they can't remember a word. And that's a very normal thing to have happen. Because words, it's secondary. It'll be energetic. Somebody comes through and they're so joyful just to hug you in a shared vibrational state. And maybe they gave a whole lot of information, but all you're taking in and feeling is that high frequency of that energy. Notice the energy in your hands. Notice your spine. Let the shoulders relax. Let my voice distract you as you feel. You see, one of the easiest ways to have more communication is to open up again, if we can, when we can, to the earth plane. Let the love of the people here in the physical embrace you. Can't handle being with too many people, or if there's a health compromise like so many have, have been through for so long, Focus on that love and allow it to come to you. Zoom if you can, be on the phone if you can. Look outside, count the stars. Count your loved ones among them, if that's helpful, in terms of making a con connection with the physical. But everything we do, if you just open your eyes and turn in a circle and take in the beauty, you can do that just with your consciousness as you're sitting here, feel the energy in your head. Think of the things you want to do. Think of the things that make you happy. Think of some of the things you might have shared with the loved one who is now out of body. Oh my God, how often they talk about on birthdays, they want to see, you, see us have cake. They can experience it with us. They're engaging with us. But what they're always trying to tell us in their channeling is to engage here. Don't work too hard at it. Just allow yourself to engage here. And if it's too hard out there, again, put on the music. Let it be gentle. If you can put on something more lively and dense, you know what? There's a really, really, really strong possibility your out-of-body loved ones are dancing with you. You're retraining yourself on how to live. You're retraining yourself on how to perceive. And you can do this. And again, the key is the most unlikely thing you can think of. 
because it really would seem logical to just buckle down and focus and go by yourself and hole up somewhere and really push for this to happen. And yet the dance of energy, the dance of expansion, the dance of life, expanded life, is about turning in all directions and acknowledging that life in all directions, including the out-of-body life. I've been hearing from more and more parents as they're learning how to integrate and hear and get signs and even a signal system that their life has changed. You've heard from some of the parents who have come on and talked about this. Their physical life changes because they're knowingly and consciously sharing their life with their out-of-body loved one and what they're finding and what it's proving to them is that their in-body life is becoming more vibrant, more expanded, and dear, we even say, yes, they have said it when a parent says this, I'm just, I'm just amazed at the divinity of what our souls can do. But joy, they talk about living in joy and right now, if it feels right for you, I can feel so many of the loved ones gently hugging you. You see, as you've been sitting and maybe thinking and maybe drifting off and having thoughts come in, the intention was aligned with the responsibility of the decision to do this. So they know you're doing it. You've invited them in. Maybe you've gone out a little bit beyond the body and you're whispering and playing and dancing. But here's the thing. As we invite them in, you don't have to work too hard. In other words, what's happening here and what they're having me tell you is not so much instruction as relaxing into it and knowing you've got this. You know, if it's a kid who's out of body or a younger person, you were on the physical plane before they came in. And they often talk to us about, yes, they're out of body now, but who are we going to be because of our time together? It's very hard to think of where we are with them and then retreating back to another place without them. And that's what the mind might tend to do. But the heart and the soul recognize that we were able to function and have our life before they came in, and they really want us to be better for having been together. Because eventually, our souls will be out there and we will embrace. And I, I hear over and over again, and it's hard to imagine, I'm sure, but I've heard over and over again that when that embrace happens in the same vibrational space, all of the pain melts away. Yes, it's there. Yes, you can remember it but it's gone with the realization that the love continues and that life continues. And here's the sweetness for our out-of-body loved ones. They never doubt it. They're not living in fear or faith. They have faith that we will heal so that we can allow ourselves to have the best life possible. But they're not worried about whether or not we'll join them. So there's no rush. If we think of them going to, 
on vacation, whether they vacation home or back home, and we're still on vacation, whatever works for you, however, or we're still in school. We have a few more credits to get. We want to party a little bit, whatever it is. So let's say whether it's Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, and we're here, and they've already left, and we can't go till the weekend. It matters to them what we're doing. And of course, it matters to us what they're doing as well. And when we come together, we'll share all of that because it matters. But what we can do now is have the peace, and this one guy keeps yelling, of letting those grudges go. There's somebody here who really wants to do that. But this is the thing. With the expansion and the knowing and letting the fear go, I've heard from so many people they're afraid to go to bed because they're going to wake up to the same reality where the out-of-body person is out-of-body. There are a lot of layers to get through. But when we remember that our birthright is our soul right, we do not lose our soul because we are born. And when somebody goes out of body, then they're just, they drop the body and they're back in that soul state. So they have access and they're not scared and they know no matter what has not been resolved, no matter what's going on, they know you'll be out there eventually. But while we're here, while we're here, isn't it a magnificent opportunity with their support? Yes, they want us to do this to expand and allow what we can tolerate, however it works for you energetically. Understanding and knowing. Somebody out there just yelled, tell them that it's never severed. It can feel like it, of course, on the physical plane, and they want to channel in that, you know, before they come in, babies are hanging around. Even ones that came in or have come in or are planning to come in through different means, they know where they're going. They might hang out with a surrogate or somebody who will allow their baby to go for adoption. And yet they'll still come and they know what's going on. They'll come to the soul family that they're preparing to be with. That's happening while they're out of body and we're in body. The interaction, they know how to find us. It's all energetic. It's all love. Nobody is lost. We've talked about that too. They don't like being talked about as if they're lost. The physical might be lost to us. So we might still end up saying that once in a while because it feels like the reality we've lost so much. But here's something else they want to remind us of. Not only are they not lost, they are with us. And their memories are intact. Remember, it's not just the physical mind that holds the memory. They don't bring the physical mind with them. The soul remembers all. And the soul carries it. And so when we're reunited with them, all of that is evident to us. Let's realize that now. And allow our out-of-body loved ones to relax with our knowing. Just our knowing this can help them. Is it hard work? No. And even if you're not positive and even if you're not sure, Say hello. Send love out there because they report back constantly that every kiss, every hug, every intention that's sent to them, they love it, they scoop it up, they expand with it, they need it, they cry with joy with it. And it gives them the strength because they're loving us and wanting to help us 
And imagine right now, take a deep breath. You are collaborating with them and aligning with them. Allow your loved one to let you know how they're feeling right now. The sweetness of being acknowledged. They want to let you know that they love this. And in whatever way you feel this, it's fine. Don't work too hard. Love is easy, isn't it? And that's all you need to do. So allow yourself, when you are honestly recognizing that it's different, but life is continuing, collaborating with your loved one, remember that turning and eventually you don't even need to turn, you just allow from every direction. The joy and beauty of the physical plane, the love of those who are in body, who want to support you. Notice that that's always there and you can feel it as you can feel the loved ones out of body. Allow yourself right now the integration the integration of that, it doesn't need to be separate, even though you might need to just turn and walk in the physical world and do the physical things. But that door, that understanding, that collaboration can stay open. Does it mean you'll be downloading all the time? No. We travel at the speed of thought, and we can be there with you, and don't hesitate to ask, because you see we love you, and we want to raise you up so that you can hear us. And part of the raising up is dancing right here with your feet in the physical plane. Move if you feel like it, meditate if you feel like, stretch, whatever it is that feels right. You're protected. Call them in and say hello. Stay in this space as long as it feels comfortable. And the loved ones here in the physical plane, that's where you live too. Drink lots of water, stay grounded, and again, like that phrase, keep your feet on the ground and your head in the stars because heaven is here and with us and loving us. Until then. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Kapp, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilynkapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.